This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So the Rangers lose on Saturday, Bernie, and uh, my phone starts to blow up. I got messages from, I don't know, 100 people. I'm not exaggerating. And I have to tell you that the messages I got on Saturday night were more emotional than when my father died. I'm not even kidding you. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. But they're going to be okay. I'm like, (laughs) well, I'm like, thank you. They're a good young hockey club, great young hockey club. They're going to be back. This is just the beginning of a great run. But they were so emotional. Let me tell you, who texted me, I think, first with the most emotional message of all, yes, you guessed it, live right now from Denver, Colorado, the great Rich Lowry. Rich, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> it, was a, it was a tough one. But, but you know, when a hockey team gets good, it takes a while in the playoffs. Yes, so. it They does. will be back. They will be back, and your message was very heartfelt and uh, very, very, very I've sweet. Been there many, many a time. Yeah, well, listen, I'll be there with you when the Yankees, as great as they all lose in the ALCS. But anyway... <laughs> Before we get to the, the national stuff again tonight, uh, last week we saw Hochul and uh, Jamani Williams and uh, Swazi debate on CBS. Tonight we get the four Republicans, Lee Zeldin, Andrew Giuliani, Rob Bastarino, and Harry Wilson. You're a New York guy. I know you follow this very, very closely. What are you thinking going into tonight's big debate on CBS? Well, I don't really have a dog in this fight. I, to be honest, I have not followed it that that closely. I've, uh, I, I, I hate to say it, I've kind of stopped paying attention to New York. <laughs> I just think it's such a lost lost cause. Maybe this year oh. will be different. But really, is, is no, Andrew your Andrew don't your say dog? No, what, what, what do you say? You mean so you think that uh, the, any one of these four guys is not going to beat Kathy Hochul? Uh, I think there's more of a chance than I- any other year of the last. 30 years, but but uh, upward climb, yeah. Yeah. In this red wave year, uh, Rich Lowry, that, that, that's what we're putting all our... Uh, yeah, you know, they're, they're, I mean, there are going to be places that are going to come online that are really going to shock people. So uh, let's, let's pray God New York is one of them. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. We need at least, uh, you know, instead of one-party rule, uh, to have a governor that's of the other party would go a long, long way in, in saving this state. And maybe, well, you know, with the crime, uh, we can shame the, the state legislature mm-hmm. into changing this no bail, uh, no jail policy. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're anyway. holding the city hostage. I mean, it's, it's yeah. uh, even if Eric Adams are doing a much better job, that that would be a huge hole in this program. So I'm Absolutely. with you. Keep hope so, alive. Yeah, keep hope alive indeed because it's our state. Uh, so, Rich Lowry, uh, let's move on, on to, uh, of course, the circus, the sham, uh, the witch hunt that, that is this January 6th committee. Uh, no opposition on the uh, committee itself. You got a bunch of buffoons and clowns who got everything wrong in the past, including Russia collusion, Adam Schiff, and of course uh, they made it. Uh, well, the networks colluded with them to have this thing in prime time on every single channel. Like people couldn't go to the uh, you know one or two channels just to check it out. Again, it it, st- it starts up again today at ten o'clock this morning. Your thoughts on the whole thing, Rich Lowry, please. 
Well, you know how I feel about January 6th. I think it's legit for Congress to create a record of, of what happened that day. But I think the primetime hearing was a fizzle. I think trying to do this explicitly – I mean, there have been New York Times stories reporting this explicitly to try to change the trajectory of the congressional election is totally wrong and, and unworthy. And the, the committee, clearly it's missing – You know, it's not strictly partisan, but it's, it's missing pro-Trump Republicans, and it would benefit from having them on there. One, it creates clashes, right, and which is, which is good for drama and, and good for people turning in, tuning in. Two, it creates a check on basic fairness. You know, we don't know what these clips are. You know, the, the Ivanka trip, Trump clip I'm especially suspicious of, you know, taking this thing out of, you know, probably like three hours – testimony without any context and clearly just doing it to get her dad pissed at her why you know why are you doing that it would have been good to have someone on the dais you know blowing the whistle on that and then there are also lots of other there are questions about um, january 6th that people on the right have that deserve to be addressed and answered if they can be rebutted great if they can't well that's important for the truth but it would have been good to have jim jordan or someone else up there yep. you know asking how many yep. federal agents were in the crowd you know a- asking about the circumstances of the shooting of, of the young woman etc but none of that is there because everyone on the committee agrees and that's just never uh, n- never a good thing and it's, it's never the way these committees have worked in the past look the fact is it was a very embarrassing day for our country uh, Donald Trump reacted uh, too late. There's no question. But let's not lose sight of the fact of the truth here. This whole thing is about one thing. Make sure Donald Trump doesn't run again in 2024. And it's working. i got to tell you, I've got Republican friends who have said to me, you know, the more I watch this, they're buying it. They're like, Trump, he did this, he did that. He needs to step away. Get, let DeSantis run in 2024 because Trump is so toxic right now. Yeah, Bernie's going to love him forever. So am I, by the way. But there's a lot of folks who are going to turn their back on Trump. I know that sounds crazy if they're watching this. Are you hearing that, too? Because I am. I haven't heard that. I've, I've heard other people who have heard it. And just my, my reaction is, you know, this is nothing new. We just got to – I don't want to argue about this January 6th anymore. I don't want to argue about the 2020 election. The country's <laughs> being destroyed in front of our eyes. All that's – past and gone. It's going to get us nothing one way or the other. So, uh, I, you know, I think a future focus is is important. And clearly, you know, if, if Democrats didn't think it served their interest to focus on this, they, they wouldn't be doing it. And I, I don't think it serves our interest. I would like to know why Nancy Pelosi turned down the uh, National Guard uh, protecting the Capitol that they That would be interesting. And, and yeah, why they haven't totally arrested a legitimate question. And why they haven't arrested this guy named Ray Epps. I mean, he's all over the place. And why they don't play any of the tapes. But you're right. They're they're legitimate questions, and uh, they're not going to be asked. And that's why this is a sham and a circus. Uh, So let's move on, Rich Lowry. I don't blame you. Fatigue, uh, the 2020, uh, January 6th, all that stuff. I'm with you on that. I I, I suffer the same fatigue. And, uh, by the way, going back, uh, President Trump, if he's going to focus on 2020, I'm not down with that. I am just not down with just for the record, and I've said that before. Mm-hmm. Yep. we got to look. The country's falling apart, and these people are doing it, and maybe intentionally. But uh, let's move along to uh, this. Uh, well, Brett Kavanaugh, the assassination attempt. Sid says, "Be careful! Don't use the word assassination." The dude showed up with rifles, zip ties, and he, he claimed that he wanted to kill Brett Kavanaugh outside his house. Uh, and and the uh, New York Times buried this thing. Also, the Sunday morning shows, not a word on this, yeah. not one word. I mean, it's unbelievable, Rich Lowry. So, you, and Nancy Pelosi not having a vote 
to uh, actually protect. I mean, this bill, this, this this thing was passed by the Senate, and Nancy Pelosi says, well, we're not voting on it, and then you have this guy show up, and they were lucky that he didn't do anything, or else you would say to Nancy Pelosi, you got Brett Kavanaugh killed. Anyway, your thoughts on that yeah, whole so, thing. So this guy, obviously a disturbed young man, but he, he, he was armed and ready to do it with everything from the weapons to shoes that had tape on them so they wouldn't make, make noise once he was in the house. And apparently what, what convinced him not to do it was seeing the U.S. Marshals out front. So – you know, if those guys aren't there, maybe he goes in and, and maybe he actually succeeds. And that would just, oh, my God, it would be one of the worst assassinations in U.S. history. I mean, horrible to, for Kavanaugh and his family, obviously, but just would have blown up the country. I mean, it would, it would be an inflection point. And, and we, you know, we were this close to it. And it's because there's been this intimidation campaign and this focus on trying to make these guys scared uh, at their homes. And the idea that this this wasn't even a news cycle. Just the day it happened, it was barely visible in the mainstream media. And then, and then now it's just completely gone, such that the, the same people obsessing about January 6th and attacks on our institutions and violations of norms can't even mention it on their Sunday shows. Really? It's just shocking. Um, so I, I take it really seriously. I think that the people who have been okay with these intimidation tax and, uh, tactics and okay with the leak, you know, they, they bear partial responsibility here, and we, we may have gotten just really lucky. No, I think so. I mean, look, I'm not minimizing what happened. And if I'm Kavanaugh, I'm scared to death. I just know that when the guy went to the baseball field, he shot Steve Scalise. And if this guy was really set on doing something, he would have shot through these marshals and done whatever I had to take to, to kill him. And, and obviously he didn't do that, uh, kind of like the school shooter. But uh, I'm not minimizing how dangerous it was and how scary it is for Kavanaugh and his family. And not that long ago, when, when Jen Psaki was pressed about what do you think about people protesting in front of their homes, yeah. she was okay with it. I mean, I guess if I'm Peter Ducey, the onus is on him to ask uh, the new lady once again, how do you feel about it now? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I think th- they they should answer. They just can't say the right thing. I mean, again, usually when nuts do things, I'm like, it's all in the nut. And it's it's true here. It, it's no one wanted Kavanaugh assassinated, um, but they did want him afraid. And there's there's a reason this this nut didn't show up at Sona Sotomayor's house. It's because there's been a focus on Kavanaugh and a focus on his house and reporting about his house because there've been protests at his house. So right. it wouldn't we wouldn't have gotten this guy wouldn't have shown up if it hadn't been for the entire context of what's going on here. And and Democrats have been okay with it. So it, it and and the media has just been um, the double standards. You know, I shouldn't be surprised anymore, but just been horrific. Rich Lowry, editor of the National Review on the Bernie and Sid Show. Rich, a gas, another all-time high, this time over $5 a gallon. It's unbelievable. And, of course, uh, you know, inflation, the, the number, official number is 8.6%. You know it's a lot higher than that. Uh, even home heating oil, like 45 to 50% uh, up from last year, 45 to 50%. So anyway, it's all over the place. The economy's falling apart. The Dow was down 880 points on Friday. And, uh, you know, Monica Crowley has this very interesting uh, – she posits this, which is that they're doing this all intentionally. And it is true. They want you to drive an electric car. In fact, some of them openly admit it. But, uh, in fact, one of the Wall Street Journal editorial, uh, the editorial was entitled, I rented an electric vehicle for a four-day road trip. I spent more time charging it than I did sleeping. So, in other words, yeah, that's an actual quote. Uh, so, in other words, we're not ready 
to transition to any kind of green uh, electric grid or, you know, windmills, uh, turbines, or even electric vehicles. We're just not ready. So what the hell are these people doing? They have to know that, and they're not easing us into it. They're making us do this cold turkey, and it's hurting the working class, the middle class, and everybody else. Yeah, I mean, this was part of their agenda to make traditional fuel more expensive. Now that they, that it's actually happened in an enormous way, they have cold feet. You know, they realize it's a, a political disaster, and you can have Biden over there begging the, the, the Saudis to try to help us out. I think things have gotten so bad, though, this is what's most notable over the last four days or so, that the ice has finally broken on the, the Biden age thing. You know, you had the New York Times actually running a story about Democrats privately talking about how he's too old, and David Axelrod had a, a quote in there basically saying he's he's too old. So it, it finally, what's been in front of our eyes, we've talked about for a long time, is being acknowledged at least a little bit in the press. I mean, that Jimmy Kimmel interview it's yeah. just bad. Even bad. when it's good, it's yeah. not good, no. and it's yeah. not going to get any better. No, it's not age anyway. He is 79. He'll be 82 when it's over. The New York Post, the uh, front of the New York Post today also taking Biden to task and basically saying they want him out. He'll never run again. But I'll tell you this. He's going to take a victory lap at some point today or tomorrow and beat his chest because the Senate is near a, a bipartisan deal on guns. And he's going to say, hey, look, I got something done here, Republicans and Democrats. We got a deal done together on guns. You're never going to hear the end of it. Trust me. Yeah, um, it's it's a fairly minimal deal, and we don't know the details of some of these things. But it, it'll be a it'll be a blip in terms of the, the midterms um, that deal if they get it through, which is still I, I think there's some doubt about. One last thing, Rich Lowry today. Uh... The Supreme Court's going to hand down some decisions. Roe v. Wade, that decision uh, is, is is on the docket. I mean, it's going to come down, if not today, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, wh- what do you make of that? Do you think it's going to come down? And how bad will the riots be if, indeed, they overturn Roe v. Wade? Yeah, it's, I, I wouldn't expect it today. I, I think they'll save it for the end the way they traditionally have with, with big decisions. And the, the reaction will be thermonuclear. Uh, we've already seen this string of attacks against pro-life uh, pregnancy centers. I think you'll see more of that, um, and it will be, uh, yeah, and there, there there may be literal riots over it. Well, well as always, Rich, excellent. And why are you in Denver, by the way? I'm at a, a first of all, I'm getting on the avalanche bandwagon. <laughs> You're funny. You are I'm funny. out here for a conference on diversity of thought and, and why it's important for people to be able to disagree and not get shut down and canceled. Oh, nice. Are you actually yeah. going to go to an avalanche lightning game? Uh, I don't know. It's not. It's not for another couple of days, right? I don't. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I tell you, Coors Field is a fun time. That yeah, base, it's a yeah. ballpark. That's a good time. Nice hey. and open. Oh, it's great. That whole downtown area, Lodo, is that what they call it down there? I think so. Yeah, it's beautiful. Hey, listen, have a great time. Thank you All for right, coming on today. Have a great week. You're the best, Rich Lowry. There he is, and he's on every Monday morning at seven forty.